Sun Tzu said, the art of war recognizes nine varieties of ground. One, dispersive ground. Two, facile ground. Three, contentious ground. Four, open ground. Five, ground of intersecting highways. Six, serious ground. Seven, difficult ground. Eight, hemmed-in ground. Nine, desperate ground. This is Common Ground Attack, a political podcast among best of friends, with your hosts, Joshua Heffley and Eddie Espinosa. Sweet. Welcome everybody, this is Josh. This is Eddie. Yes, and welcome to Common Ground Attack. Oh my god. I'm gonna start feeling the, the 9 a.m. all of a sudden. Ah, okay. Yeah, I know. It's a it's a little early in the morning, you know. <laughs> but that's okay. We need to that's do okay. This. Wow. Yeah, exactly. I woke up at like eight o'clock, like four o'clock this morning, then seven o'clock this morning, then eight o'clock this morning. Yeah, I feel you there. <laughs> I feel you there. And, and now I was like, wait a minute, I forget, uh, like almost forgot. Like at nine o'clock, we're recording. Yes. Okay. I, I, <laughs> I gotta actually wake up the sun. <laughs> yeah, I, I take a lot of responsibility for my actions. We were streaming, you know, for no. other podcast I was doing yesterday, and then um, I decided to do my daily Duolingo a- afterwards. Um, ah, I learned Japanese, which on is Duolingo. fine. That's good. And that's then I, that's awesome. Then I played like Slay the Spire for like two hours. So you know, being a responsible oh, adult. Yeah, <laughs> you got you definitely got to be a responsible adult. You know, yeah. Slay the Spire. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we got a lot to talk about because yes, we missed last we week. Do yes. We we pretty much missed like an entire like week and a half worth of stuff. Yeah, and even though we did, I feel like we can condense. I mean, I'm not going to try to shorten our podcast, but I feel like you can easily condense a lot over the last uh, over the last. Oh, week. Boy. Okay. So news. We gotta do the fifteen minute news section. Yep, so yep. What, what, what what do we got? You got something for it? Well, I think like recent um, news. I think probably the one of the most important bits of news we need to talk about is that that Tulsa rally that Trump pulled last last weekend. Oh yeah, the the Tulsa rally. Where okay, now hear me out. There was actually a lot of people that showed up there. Um, oh, yeah. so, so a lot of. Well, no, that's the thing. You see <laughs> yeah. a lot of those, you see a lot of those pictures and everything where everybody was like, uh, you know, they were just kind of filtering in. They weren't really doing anything um, yet. The rally wasn't actually going on. I don't think when you saw the initial pictures, and then when the rally went on, they actually kind of filled it. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. So you know believe the story it or not, about the attendance, you didn't, did you catch any of that? Hold on. Tulsa. I mean, while you're looking that up, uh, the rundown basically. I mean, there's two ways to look at this rally. the The first one is the big story about its attendance, which was, which was hilariously trolled by K-pop fans and and TikTokers. Bless them, bless their hearts. Um, yeah. In a long story short, I mean, go ahead. 
it probably wasn't full, but when you look at it, like it says underwhelming crowd and all that kind of stuff, it probably wasn't. I mean, it wasn't full, but it wasn't like it wasn't really a small crowd. That's a pretty big stadium that they're that they're in. Yeah, I, I feel like the capacity was like sixteen thousand, twenty thousand in that in that in that size, but but there was like a six thousand person attendance, so it was about a third, yeah. third of the way full. Yeah, which still, I mean, it's it's still way too many people getting gathering in a stadium for a rally in Absolutely. times of coronavirus. Yeah. It, and so many of them oh not my gosh. So many of them not Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's another bit of news. Arizona, the governor of Arizona left it up to the cities to decide whether or not they want to allow a the government to force them to wear masks and everything, um, which yeah. California did how many months ago? Like three, four months ago? So yeah. I... I... This I definitely want your opinion on. Uh, I I mean, yeah, we need to come back to the Tulsa one, but let's let's do this in a bit. Yes. Um, because on the way I see it, is that this seems like a clear. Our governor, Governor Doug Ducey, is clearly trying not to be the one that pulls the trigger on having to make people wear masks. He didn't want it. He he knew that there's. A, a certain percentage of people who wouldn't like it and he just did not want want to be the one that that stopped the buck so he gave it to to you know mayors and and county officials to do it yeah well because the mayor of tucson mayor romero was just like let us get the power to force people to wear masks give it to me give it to me now and i'll do it like i don't care so then why so but why didn't he do it himself oh because I mean, it's a rhetorical question almost, but like, why didn't he? Do it's it? not even. It's not even a rhetorical question. It's just he didn't want the backlash from yeah. everybody going, from everybody going, and like all of his supporters who are saying, "I don't want to." I don't, the government shouldn't force us to wear masks. No, the, the government shouldn't. You know what? Those people are right. The government shouldn't force you to wear a mask. You should wear a mask. Without the government forcing you to wear a mask, but they're not. Get that's why. over yourself. I know it's just it, it frustrates me because it's like it's like yes, I understand. I understand that now that the government is saying something, now you have a huge problem with wearing the masks. But why? Why? Why are you having a problem with wearing masks? It's and, not a big deal. And I mean, I, there is a small percentage of people that sure maybe like it's hard for them because of a medical reason and there are ways around it you know, like there are alternatives there are, there are things you can do but like like 90% of us should have no problem wearing a mask and 90% of us aren't wearing a mask <laughs> uh. yeah I know and and that's the thing yeah if there's a like legitimate medical reason oh did you see that the people have the if they have the fake ADA cards to say, oh, I don't have to wear a mask. Here's my ADA card that says... I saw, I saw one of those cards, but... Uh, yeah, it's... <laughs> There's incredibly fake. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just like... I saw them, and I wasn't sure if it was just, like, you know, like, funny social media posts or someone was seriously trying to pass Oh, them. yeah. No, I hope, it, I hope it's not a real thing. I yeah. hope it actually is just a fake photo but i mean it's kind of the same the same concept as the people who get the service dog jackets off of amazon and 
now their dog is magically a service dog and they could take him anywhere. Mm-hmm. Good time. It, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> Your dog has to be this. trained. We talk about this, and I almost can't believe we have to bring it up on our political podcast that you have to wear a mask to like stop a disease from spreading. It's it's so weird. <laughs> I I know. Well, the reason why we're bringing it up on a political podcast is because everybody made the disease political. Who knows why? Who knows where it started? When it started? What is happening with it? But the disease, a disease, is not political. My we money have... is on the Republicans, by the way. I mean, it feels because like they're the right. ones who are taking like it, it, they're the ones who are taking like the extreme offense to wearing masks because the government is telling them to wear masks or something, and and even then the government is they're not shutting things down. They're not doing anything. They didn't do anything like that. It's just yeah. been here and... in the United States. The second they made the disease political, turned it into one of the biggest failures in our country in, in a long, long time is and you can tell me turning you a disease into politi- politics. You, you can tell me if you disagree with this, Heffley, but it is the stance of this podcast that you should question your government. No doubt. Oh, yeah, 100%. We're kind, of, we're kind of past that. We questioned it, and the answer is the disease will kill us if we don't. <laughs> You're like, well, oh, okay. and here's the here's the thing. It's not gonna kill all of us, you no, know. I mean, not all of us. How but, many? But is it ninety percent of the people who get it are fine? Like, okay, okay, yes. It's not killing everybody, and and yet, and yet, but I mean, it's it's not about you when you're wearing the mask. It one hundred percent isn't about you. It's not about protecting yourself. It's not about protecting. 90% it's protecting those 10% of people who are very susceptible and yes. could die. Yes, absolutely. Like that's why you wear the mask. You wear the mask because you don't want to get the chance to potentially kill somebody because you breathed on them. And and our our great old state is just getting worse and worse every day. Now we're at 87% hospitalization. Yeah, I mean, I mean, hospitalization, uh, ICU units are 80, 87%. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. And that's one of the things I want to know. Like, I wanted to ask you when you sent me that link to that, to that, and that was one of the things I was questioning about it is I wanted to know what the stats were before COVID 19 hit, where the hospitals were at. Like, what, what was the ICU limit? Um, because I mean that that just seems like a term that they're using to throw it around and scare. Because they there's a lot of misinformation that goes around, and there's a lot of things that people throw around just to scare you. But just to I, say, okay. and and whether it's for a just reason, whether it's to get people to wear masks or whatnot, it's just I like to have the whole story, the whole picture. Sure. I like to know exactly sure. what it was like before. As well as what it was now, because it just seems like it's taken out of context. It's like eighty-seven percent. Cool. What was it before? Oh, nobody knows. Nobody has the answer to that. Okay, but I, 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 <clears throat> I submit that who fucking cares? <laughs> because the because from the moment this site that we have from Arizona Health Services, by the way, so the very same government that we seem to have an issue with with the response is also giving us this information. Uh, the earliest date they have is. 
March 26th, 2020, at 62% capacity. Whether or not yeah. that 62% capacity was because of everything else going on, or by then COVID was starting to take it some, take some impact, whatever it was, it was a 62%. Yeah. Three months later, yeah. it is at 87%. So if everything going on and COVID have helped climb that 25 percentage points. Well, now, and here's another thing also. Percentage of what? Of how many beds? It's like, okay. what, 1,800 beds? Uh, yeah, 1,800 beds in the entirety of the state of Arizona. There are roughly, okay, there are 1,481 beds used. And 218 beds still available. So yeah, we have if we have another 218 cases of uh, intense COVID or anything else that requires an ICU, we will be at capacity, and who knows what happens after that. Yeah, but then it's not it's not like like jumping a percentage from such a small number. Again, just. I, I just want to throw this out there. It's it's just it doesn't tell the whole story. I so I just want to I wanted to tell the whole story behind it. I wanted to be like, hey, you know, stories that we're running out of beds. The stories we're running out of yeah. beds. The story is that we're running out of beds. That's, but that's it. Yeah. Like I yeah. I, I I I understand I agree your with concern that. and wanting to get things straight, but. There isn't fear-mongering going on with this. No one is blowing this out of proportion. I don't think that's happening. You, the, you know who is, though. Who is? Oh, come on. No, actually, that's a serious question. I don't know, I don't know what you mean. Oh, oh, okay. No, there's a lot of people who are going to, like, and this is, this is the issue with the information going around is there are people who will argue it just because of semantics. Because it doesn't fit their own narrative, they think that nothing is going to be a problem. So I want to throw that information out there to say, to have, again, to number one, to let you know that we are thinking about all of the numbers and not just not just the percentage jump. Because then, you know, people are going to sit there and go like, "Oh, it's just fear mongering." No, we know it's not. And to your point, we are simply running out of beds yeah simple as that so that's the so it's just yeah and then here's the thing once we run out of beds it's not just covid19 that's going to be the issue like Mm -hmm. if you get covid19 and you have to go into the icu and there's no more beds that's not the only issue you're going to have other things some people are going to have other things that go wrong with them where they're going to need an icu bed not just not just for covid Running out of ICU beds is a horrible thing. It's a terrible thing that we net. That, yeah, we got some fires raging here. Oh, but here's here's the funny thing. How much of a complete failure is our system that we don't have the uh, the ability to expand the amount of ICU beds? I, at I think I think we do, times though. like this. That's the big asterisk to this. There is, there is supposed to be what people are saying, what I've been hearing a little bit lately is that the, the Arizona government does have like a surge plan or something like that. But all in all, really what that means is that it might, what I think it means is that like non-major hospitals like 
small private practices might start taking people in who have some sort of capacity. Yeah. It gets wild west after that. That's the problem. Well, Things places are be less in control. Places in Tucson and Phoenix are already taking in patients from most other parts of the state. So, so that's that. I guess that's another fear. Maybe maybe we'll do well in that area if we when we go wild west. But now you're you're. It's all about increased risk. Everything that we're, we're I think we're trying to make a point about is why are we increasing the risk of something that we could have control over? And yeah, it seems like exactly. Our practices just in, constantly increase risk. It's a conversation yeah, exactly. I've had with, with people I've had with a friend of mine for the last like week is that have we just you know stuck to our guns about being doing everything we needed to do in the very beginning? We probably would have been okay in about a month, month and a half. But here we are. Yep three four months later still dealing with like the worst bit of it because we refused to do everything we could in the beginning yep ah, and time. another moment where i was wrong because i didn't have any of the information i mean and as a citizen i i think it's there was a lot of information information coming to us but i mean conflicting and all backwards our government should have known better that's i think and then also thing. to be fair Three months ago, I wore uh, wore masks every time I went into a place. Yeah, and I still do it. The safe thing to do. The, the yeah mitigation it, of risk. It, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like oh you know if there's a chance it, because there was the the conflicting information where everybody was saying oh the masks don't work or the masks aren't effective or the mask why are you wearing a mask you know all that kind of stuff it's like well I mean if it whether it does or doesn't work, what like the chances that it is working greatly outweighs the chances that it doesn't work. Like, yeah. Why are you not wearing a mask? Why are you not wearing a mask? If you're going out there, you're listening to this podcast, and you Republican, Democrat, I don't care. I don't care what your political affiliation is it is stupid to politicize a deadly disease wear a mask just wear a mask and if you not ask for some much. reason there's alternatives look them up yeah uh, on exactly. that note i bought i bought some face shields i'm gonna have actual actual face shields oh uh, you're gonna double dip huh well yeah just because one i think it, it it gives you more flexibility, you know, with your choices, which is always nice. I like choices. So yeah. there are some some places where a mask is sufficient and in other places where uh, the face the faceplate will be sufficient or mix and match or however you want to yeah. look at it. I like choices. And the, the face shield is sufficient for the people who have, like, asthma and stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. Like that kind of stuff. And I think that's the other thing like, yeah. why I wanted to do it. I kind of like, you know, if people just need to visualize that there's an option, I'm here's the option consider this one if you don't want an actual like like mouth mask here's another option yeah but i mean still like if you can't if you can't wear a mask like send somebody you can to the grocery store or something like that like call, you know, like there's somebody there's somebody who'll do that making it maybe i should Maybe I should start a business and be like, hey, if you need me to go to the store for you, you can't wear a mask. Po like Postmates? <laughs> yeah, Postmates. there you go. Grocery store Postmates. There you go. Be Postmates. Be Instacart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
set it up. Like, I'll go to the grocery store and I'll wear a mask for you. So you don't have to worry about it. Hey, in fact, that's what you should do. <laughs> don't wear a mask. Who cares? Don't wear a mask. Just call somebody else up. Like, yeah. make it easy. Call somebody else up to get all your groceries. <laughs> you know, and, and or, I know we're saying that, but, man, I, I can already see the, the problems compound. Like, you know, delivery services are extra money. And, you know, we're in, a, we're in a time where a lot of people don't have extra money because the economy is not where it should be. And, you know, yeah, and then everything, but other it, consequences. So I, I, if you get I, a, I think we understand there are problems, but there are alternatives. And we just see so many people not considering alternatives. That's the issue. Here. Yeah. If you're going to politicize it, if you're going to make it all about politics, let's do the capitalist thing. Create a business where it keeps them inside their house. HBO Max. <laughs> if they don't want the... <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway. Okay, no, I don't want to talk about COVID anymore. It's depressing. <laughs> it's like my something else well, is depressing. <laughs> oh yeah, let's talk about other things that's depressing. Okay, okay. so moving on, uh, let's go back to the let's, rally. Yeah, I was gonna say let's go back to the Trump rally. So, um, just I, I mean, did you see any of it? I'm unfamiliar with the aftermath. I saw the first part of it where people were kind of like, "Oh yeah, Trump is having the rally." It was just one of those things where I was like, "I can't believe." That he's doing this, but like, but did you like see what he <laughs> talked about? No, I didn't. Okay, to be I, honest, I, I got like an overview of it because I know he's just hard to watch for long periods of time. <laughs> um, well, I just there was better things to do with my life at the time than watch Donald Trump, yeah. <laughs> watch a Donald Trump rally. Right. So, <laughs> go ahead. He, What's the he, overview? This is where hey, I'm going to give you. I'm going to feed you something, and I know you might appreciate this. I think this is definitely a sign, one of those signs that, like, man, the media sometimes just doesn't do it any favors. Like, I know we've had our conversation about the media before, and I try to give them yeah. some, some, some defense. But this is one of those things, like, man, you guys aren't doing your jobs because the the media media narrative all week has been about the attendance. Which, sure, I think we can point it out and and make make it COVID related too. That's all fine. But there was a lot of rhetoric that was in his speech that I just I haven't seen discussed in many places, and it is some scary stuff. Like, okay, this is like a like he's literally giving the authoritarian playbook in his in his rally, and I feel like no one's like pointing it out and highlighting it the way it should be, because he's giving us the plan of how he intends to win the election, and no one's no one's really paying any real attention to it. The Ooh. the major points. One of the major points that that was brought up, you know, obviously we're we're dealing with a lot of the protests going on too in the, in the yeah. Black Lives Matters movement. <clears throat> yeah, and of course he he's been politicizing the hell out of that. Um, I think this week he put in some executive order to to more harshly punish anyone throwing down statues. Which God, yeah, that's what he's spending his time doing. Um, which will I definitely want to talk about all that later yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent. that's the big thing that i came prepared for asterisks on that that um yeah uh the oh excuse me oh gross i'm gonna have to edit that out um did we we didn't talk about the what's happening in seattle right about the the <laughs> autonomous zone uh 
Chaz or whatever. No, yeah. we have not talked about those yet. Okay. So, because I'm, I support those things to a degree for sure. But you, Trump is definitely using that uh, to lean on the fact that, like, he's basically telling the, the, the that state that if you don't fix your problem, we'll send the National Guard. Like, again, trying to throw the military at, at problems in the country. That's a great thing to do. But, like, it's just, I, I think it, part of him really likes that we're fighting back to that degree because it just means that he can, he can flex his, like, military muscle, which, he, you know, he loves to do. <laughs> And it's just yeah. it's just so worrisome that he's so ready and willing to throw the military at at citizens. It's so scary. he wants to be he wants to be seen as strong. And the, it, it, the only thing that like that, I said, I th- I'm pretty sure I said the exact same thing a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He wants to be seen as strong. And the thing is, is he's he's not seen as strong. When his response to everything is, "Oh yeah, let's just throw the military at it." No, I, I, I mean, I agree. I agree that that's in in any rational mind that should be seen as a like, man, you are really like pulling the trigger on this stuff when you really should be doing more. It's but a weakness. There, there's there's a fear that, that some, including myself, now have that, and I, and I don't. I would. I'm not against the protests at all. I want them to keep going. I think there's a there's a message in that. I, I we already talked about that. I I jumped in on one myself, but there's like a fear that like there's going to be a, a group of people who are going to be so like who are going to be over the protests, especially those people affected by like like the autonomous zones. That I have to wonder if the, if they'll vote for him just to get rid of those that inconvenience, which is the worst thing. Like we should, no, no, we're, no. we're allowed to protest. We're, we have an American right, but there are people who no, might vote for Trump just just to quiet things down again, and that hurts to think about. No, and here's here's the problem. Here's the problem with it with it, with hmm. Chaz, the autonomous zones, and all that kind of stuff. When you when you listen to the, the mayor of Seattle, she says there really isn't a problem. Yeah. Number one, exactly. There isn't a problem. Number two. We've been supplying them with food. She said that we've been supplying them with food. We've been supplying them with uh, services like sanitation services and stuff like that. Uh, and then she goes, number three, uh, the police, by the way, if there's any crimes reported, the police are going to go in there. <laughs> like they're just staying out of the area because there's no crimes being reported. Mm-hmm. Like, there aren't any crimes being reported in this autonomous zone. Supposedly, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say for sure because I'm not there. It's it's definitely not I as bad know. as people make it out. It's it's definitely not uh, as bad as people make it out. It's it's now the new boogeyman. Exactly. Now that an, now that Antifa is a dead end because yeah. of course it because <laughs> now now they're saying. Now there's because now Antifa is like, wait a minute, who is Antifa? What is Antifa? Everybody's starting to slowly go like, switching from oh Antifa bad man to like, wait, what was Antifa? Who is Antifa? And now they're going Chaz is bad man. They're the boogeyman. Yeah, yeah. They're the they're the ones that Trump needs to wipe off the face of the earth with the military. And it's like, uh, yeah, dude. Slow your roll. Listen, like 
the, even, the problem you were talking about fear mongering earlier that's all this is it's that's 100 percent all that is and it's it's fear mongering from a different type of media and that's the pro that's the problem everything now it's fear mongering it's distracting us it's being used to distract us from what's really happening in our country what's really going down in our country that's just the way i see it they they want us whoever is in control of our country whether it's trump whether it's pelosi whether it's people who are higher up who knows this whoever is truly yeah sorry, sorry go ahead was to say oh i wanted to transition to the other big thing i think that he talked about is in his rally oh go ahead so the other big thing in his rally and i think this was even scarier by comparison is that my god he almost made a good case for why joe biden is not is is not the candidate to to consider he almost made a good well, because case for joe biden him. is not the candidate to consider yeah but but we, but now when we have to compare it to trump he he is starting to do a really good job, especially among his base, calling out Joe Biden for all the, you know, again, for all the stuff that we're protesting. Trump is doing a really good yeah. job at tying that to the policies Joe Biden enacted, like we've talked about before. Oh, yeah. And see, and he, he... he's courting the, the black vote by telling them that I am not your problem. I'm the one who, like I said before, I'm the one who signed the crime bill. I'm the one... Tr- "Quote unquote," trying to reform prison systems, <clears throat> not really, but he is making the case yeah, for it, and he, he has done and it, he, and he has some receipts to show for it, which is unfortunately a little more than Biden has at the moment, and it looks bad. Like it looks really bad. Yeah, of course it, it of course it looks bad. God. The the Democrats, the Democrats dug their own grave by putting Joe Biden up there. Yeah, and and they, did, and like I said, they're, it's like they're not paying attention. It's like that he said it on that stage to his, to, to his 6,000 people there and like 2 million people online who are his base. And, and obviously other people probably were hate watching it. But there's the plan and we're not talking about it. He yeah. He's lying. He's being deceitful. He's being all kinds of so bad. And we're just not talking about it. Here's the thing. He's starting to get good at it. Look at what he did to Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Not – it's going to be 26 again, again another another time where the democrats shove their own foot up their ass by putting hillary clinton to be their primary candidate have you been seeing those polls lately which ones there, there's a lot of state polls going on right now including in battleground states like ours that show biden yeah. is doing pretty well poll wise but it is the same thing we saw in 2016 like yeah, it's the same thing because the they're, they're just get too comfortable with those polls and not take proper action. Yeah, because to them everything is everything is all a show. Yeah, it doesn't matter to them. The people are playthings to them. They don't care. They, they they will say all they want to that they care and they'll do all this. They they don't care. They only care about their money. They only care about their power. They only care about their supposed leadership and how to keep it all of them all of them they're not doing enough to get people to the polls they're just not doing enough of course not because why 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 would they do that they don't 
don't they know. don't care. <laughs> yeah. They're in control. Of, they're in control of the house. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or is it? Well. I mean, but, but we if we have any chance, we need to emulate what we did in eighteen. We need to talk about how we're going to move forward. Instead, all we can do is is like we royally, of course. I don't think you and I believe this, but like. Somehow we just think that, oh, Trump is, is bad. Look how bad he is. There's no way people are going to vote for him. He's so obviously bad, no one will vote for him. That's what we thought last time, and it didn't work. And I don't know. I, I, I think it's, it's not going to be enough now. He's going to rile up his Here's, base enough to go to the polls. They're going to vote for, vote for him, keep him in, and another four years of this. Yeah, and here's here's the problem with that. The only opposition, the quote-unquote only opposition the only opposition is the democrat candidate or so everybody believes Mm -hmm. the only opposition is the democratic candidate and they're not doing anybody any favors no like what's the point of joe biden being your candidate to stay in his cave and not say a word because thankfully in the last two weeks i don't have anything bad to say against him because he's been quiet. Stay that way. <laughs> That's like the only thing you're doing that right right now is staying quiet. <laughs> no, because then th- there's the issue that like, what Trump is saying, like those issues, those things that he was done, you know, he could speak yeah. up against it. Yeah. He could say, hey, listen, people change. And uh, this is how I feel about it now. And maybe apologize about his actions before he could do something like that. Yeah, but but we, something we, tells seen, me something tells me. me the Democrats just don't care about him. No, I don't know. Yet. They don't care. They didn't care about winning the election. In my opinion, I don't think they thought they were going to win anyway. The so the inclusion with the Tulsa stuff. There's more that happened that you, if you, you, dear listener, haven't seen what he actually talked about, go go look it up. Maybe even watch it if you have to. But there, yeah. we you need to listen to the words he's saying because they they may be ridiculous in one perspective, but he is doing he's doing the right dance to to rile up his base, and they're gonna vote him vote for him, and they're gonna make him win if nothing is done in contrast to that. And if you think. That it sounds great, dear listener. If you think it's a phenomenal speech and he's going to do all this stuff, he's not. Uh, he won't. He won't do he all the stuff he says. He doesn't do all the stuff he says. Uh, unless you're a business. He, unless you're a business. Then, then he well, yeah. Great. Then, if you're, cor- if you're corporate America, then you you like him a lot. <laughs> he, yeah. he cut your taxes by like, like 20 percentage points. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo! Yeah, that's the way to make America great again. Okay. Trickle down economics. Anyway, so another <laughs> big thing, another couple related big things that happen is are the two big Supreme Court decisions that happened in the last couple of weeks. Oh, I know about one of them. Yeah, the the one that, that federalization of the police. Well, no, I'm talking about... Well, okay. Here's what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> we might not be on the same page. So now there's three of them. Okay. <laughs> the two that I have are the, okay. the Supreme Court decision that protects the working rights of LGBTQ plus community. So you can't fire anyone for being gay, basically. 
or any one of the things represented in the LGBTQ spectrum. All right. And they, at this point, big asterisks here, stopped uh, the current administration from over over undoing DACA. And I say that okay. as in they stopped it for now. All they really did yeah. was tell tell the administration, your reason isn't good enough. Maybe come up with another reason, <laughs> which which yeah. they will certainly try. Yeah, so. I, I, I that's the whole thing is they're like, oh, we're reaching out to your morals. What kind of moral system prevents you from preventing other people from being what they want? Oh, you know what? Just just had that thought. <sighs> Sorry, I'm, I'm rambling a little bit. You may have to edit <laughs> this part out. <laughs> Cause I like I had a thought and I lost it instantly. <laughs> it just raced through my brain and now it's gone. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, what kind of morals? You know, what kind of morals? You know, allow for that kind of for that kind of hatred towards a people group? It, it was the same kind of morals that allowed for slavery. <sighs> we just pretty much the same thing. It just seems like every time there's a, hey, everybody has rights, but, and like, why do we have a button there? Why Unless I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. And and history, our history is filled with us trying to to pull that butt out of the way, but there's always something, isn't there? Yeah, I know, right? So what's the next one? Oh well, there was those two, the LGBT one, the DACA one is separate. Which again, biggest the big thing there is that the Supreme Court didn't uphold DACA. All they did was say that the reason that they gave to dismantle it wasn't good enough. So you know the administration can do their homework and try again at some point. I think, and I think again, if you need another reason to consider not voting for Trump, is that if he wins, they will try again and they might succeed next time. And can you imagine <laughs> if the if DACA is dismantled and all those people have to go to go home or quote unquote home because their home is here? By the way, that's the, that's the rub. Their home is here, and we're gonna send them off to some not their home like i i won't i won't speak to the quality of where they could be sent back to but their home is here and we're trying to tell them to go away for what <laughs> for what oh you know yeah. what it is uh, again going back to some of the same things this is a, a kind of group that i think the administration wants to get rid of so that they can now advertise the open the job openings like hey we got rid of these people now we have more jobs for you dear american that's why you voted for me Ugh, that's ugly to think about, but that's exactly what he's doing. He wants to get rid of them to give more jobs to anyone who would support him. Yeah. Which is, so. which is what always happens with when you deal with uh, immigration, isn't it? Like the hatred of the immigrant. You use yeah. them up, and then you get rid of them so that you can give their job to somebody else. So, ugh. Uh, you know, just disgusting things. So... So what's the one you were recently, talking about? Okay, recently there was the police reform bill that
Did I lose you? Because I think I lost you. I can't hear you anymore. Halfly, I think I lost you. Nothing. There we go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Well, um, what was the last thing you heard? Um, you were you were you were going to get into what you were talking about. Period. That's where we. Oh, stopped. okay. Well, good. I, I was trying to find it, but I still can't find it. Um, so it, it was basically it was a bill that passed through Congress. Um, it, it was basically allowing the government to assume control over local police departments. Um, and that is probably one of the most frightening things because it was brought on by the Democrats. Yeah, it happened like three days ago. Oh, like okay. two, three days ago, something like that. So it's very, very recent. Um, so is, is and it, I'm is, trying to find... There's not a lot on it because they kind of brushed it under or something it, it's Hold still on. a bill right it wasn't it, it, it didn't go into law it's a bill that the house is doing yeah is what it is okay. yeah yeah it's a bill um so far but i mean it's it's scary stuff and basically what they're 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 saying like oh it's it's all part of the police reform that they're that they're trying to push so they issued out this bill to basically be like Okay, well, we want to be able to reform the police. In order to do that, we have to assume control over certain over police departments, and that is terrifying. <laughs> so, a double-edged sword, because yeah, absolutely, we want we want is more more. Well, we want to end police brutality, and we need a little more stuff, more stuff from the top. We want to end police happen. brutality. We don't but, want to give the government more power. Yeah. So that's an issue. That's a huge, huge issue. And we'll, I mean, I'll find out which one it is and we'll, uh, like, I'll read into it. And, and uh, but it's something that we should probably keep an eye on and keep track on and absolutely. pray that our government doesn't allow this to pass. Because... I mean, in a in a Republican-controlled Senate and Trump in office, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know how much of this will actually go through, but yeah, this is probably worth researching, and I'll, we can read up yeah. on it and maybe do a little more comprehensive dive into it next week. Yeah, exactly. It's just something that I saw um, uh, in a couple of places, but not a lot of places. And there were a lot of people who were like, "Oh, the Democrats are doing this. This is a really good thing." Ha ha. No, it's not. It's not a good thing at all. Should never, ever, ever have any kind of federalization of the police. That's called the military, and we don't want militarization of the police. That's exactly what we complained about just a few minutes ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because the current administration wants to send a policing force that they control after our citizens, and this is basically the same thing. Yeah. 
So, moving on, because we don't have a lot of information on this. Let's talk about the scrubbing of black icons. What do you want to say? Would you say that? So did we know. talk about this in private, and we didn't talk about this on the podcast? Yeah, we only talked about this on private. in private. We did okay. not talk about this on the podcast. So in so, we're talking about Ange and Jemima. Uh, and Uncle Ben and a couple of other things mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So, so as you know, there is a lot of backlash against products that are displaying African-American people as part of their mascot or something or okay. another. All right. No, no, no. We got we to gotta put this into the correct perspective here because – because of what's been happening the last month, there are a lot of companies, organizations looking, maybe superficially at times, but there's places looking into how they can, you know, better update their their brand to to be in support of Black Lives Matter and understand that they may have had racist practices in their past. One of which is is and is the brand that controls Aunt Jemima, and which is were, Pepsi, by the way. Is it is the PepsiCo? Okay. Yep, it's and, PepsiCo. And it was like two weeks ago from this recording that they they announced that they would be dropping the imagery and the use of Aunt Jemima from, from their syrup product and we'll be replacing it with something else in the near future. Yeah, white lady. Well, they haven't announced what it's going to be. <laughs> we don't know what the I'm new sorry. brand is. I, I know. I just it, – it drives – like that is not what people are protesting for though. People yes, aren't yes. protesting to remove "quote unquote" slavery images because it's Aunt Jemima wasn't really a slavery image. Yes, just... it was. There we go. Okay, that's what where? I here. Aunt where? Jem- I mean, I, I think I even shared with you the information. So if you didn't read it, <laughs> I don't know. What to say. I probably it, it may have gotten lost in the million things that we send back and forth. Even the name Aunt Jemima is from like racist music, like. And Jemima was made post-Civil War as basically a brand for white America to go, oh, you lost your slaves? Here, here's a product that reminds you of the good old days when you had had a black woman cooking you food. That's Oh, uh, it's just that. That was the brand. And Jemima never about pancakes? Exactly. Is that the one? Okay. Or something like that. Like, I did not look up the song. I, 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 uh, I got the overview, but I didn't look up the actual song. But... But that was the brand it, strategy behind about it. Like even Aunt Jemima, I think the name, from what I understand, from other black people, even the the name Aunt Jemima is not a a a name that brings them any any comfort, any any joy. Let's put it that way. So there is a, a large swath of the black community that was like, "Yeah, that's thank you for removing that racist branding from the product." And oh, now gotcha. that all said. Currently, the family that once had a member of its family be like a uh, like a live spokesperson for him, who used to be like the an actual Aunt Jemima in the last like uh, half century, is calling out yep. against it. That they're saying that their imagery they felt like something they can be proud of, and I'm not going to speak to that experience. I'm not them. I the only, but I am going to report on it, like I am right now. Yeah, they feel like the the image should be, should be kept, but 
a lot of the other commentary that I hear from black Americans is that, no, we, we can do without a reminder that Angemine was created to make white people feel better. That's basically where we're at with that. Gotcha. Okay. So now let's move on to the statues. Yep. Let's do that. So statues are being removed mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, of Oh, there was one that was removed of a – uh of Lincoln you know uh, of Abraham Lincoln mm-hmm. I think he was standing over a black woman or something like that I can't remember which one it was I heard it from somewhere I don't know well I, I, it may are, be are you... something up but the removal of the Confederate general statues mm-hmm. okay so this is one of those ones I agree with the removal of the Confederate statue, uh, Confederate general statues, the mm-hmm. public should not be paying taxes for upkeep on a statue that they don't want. And that's really who should decide whether or not the statue gets removed or not. Yeah, it's the the public of the area that they're in, the yeah. people who are paying the taxes for it. Yeah. Um, however. I feel that these statues, instead of destroying these statues, getting rid of these statues for the sole purpose of getting rid of them because they remind you of terrible times. I'm sorry. The reminder of the terrible times needs to happen so it doesn't happen again. Sure. So instead of destroying these statues, forcibly removing these statues, put them in a museum. Okay. Keep them up so that way we are reminded of how terrible this country was. So that okay. way we don't fall into that scene kind of that's the whole point of history. The whole point of learning history is so we don't repeat the mistakes of the past. Mm-hmm. Put them in a museum as kind of a like yeah, we're taking them down, but we're still put it like preserving the history of it so even though it's bad history it's still history mm-hmm. you know what i mean like we shouldn't be scrubbing out bad history just because it makes us uncomfortable like that's not the issue if it makes us uncomfortable you need to make sure that it doesn't happen again that's all i gotta say about that so like i, I agree like, with your sentiment um, as far as preserving history, I think that's literally what we have history, uh, history books for. I mean, they're there and I will say that they're there, but I think there's been more than a few examples where his- history books are written by certain losers about that time of history. So that's why they're not getting the proper education. So that's yeah. been, an, that's a big issue, but I think, they, I think honestly, I think more than anything, those things belong in textbooks, not as statues. But to your point, sure, I think I think there is room to take them down and put them, enshrine them in the, a hall of this is fucking racist. Exactly. Do you know, do you know where I have pro- the problem I have with that in general though would be that this isn't the first time the discussion of removing these statues has been brought up. The time for yeah. the time for doing that as a, as a solution, taking them down, getting rid of them, but preserving them for the sake of history, has passed. That could have been done three years ago, four years ago, five years ago. Oh, yeah. No, and, and to be honest, they shouldn't have ever been put up in the first place. Yeah. 
the the act Let's of be real. Tearing, the act of tearing them down now it is the same reason why people are protesting over, over police reform. Not enough was done yep. before. The citizenship is going to take it in their own hands because the, their government failed to do anything about it. So yeah, I'm perfectly fine with them tearing down the statues. Perfectly fine with that. But I'm still saying I'm I'm saying I'm still saying like we can still be a little more reasonable about it. Even if it, sure. even if it's too late, it's not too late. It's never too late. Um, I mean, take, take them down. No, it's but never too late. But put them up in a museum. At this point, hey, local governments, if you want to save your statues for the sake of history, you got do it now. Otherwise, they'll get torn down. So get on that because otherwise they'll get torn down, and it's only yeah. your fault. It's your fault that they get torn down because you're not fast enough. You know, for a total of three listeners or watchers. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, but that's where, where I stand with that. The, the, the systemic response that was needed never happened. So, of course, the system's taken their own hands. The system wants to play catch-up. Now it's the time to do it. Otherwise, sorry. Like, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, yeah. And, and to be fair, I mean, it's really pretty terrible. But, like, that's the thing is... is People are getting uncomfortable with the tearing down of the statue. No, you should be uncomfortable with the symbol of the statue. Yeah. You should be going, mm, the statue makes me uncomfortable. Let's put it away somewhere like where we can re- be reminded of it. But And like we mentioned before, Trump is trying to criminalize it some more because apparently he th- – it's, it's funny. In his Tulsa rally as well, he mentioned that – you hear about these people taking down statues? Oh, they're tearing statues down of of George Washington and Lincoln and some other else. He's he, first of all liar. I, I, that's not the, the real target. I think you did mention the Lincoln statue, and I think there was a happenstance where Lincoln statue was taken down. But yeah, there's, there's no confusing why, what the purpose of this is. If a Lincoln statue got mixed up in it, it was either that particular statue was really bad. Or it was an, an unfortunate accident, but we are not yeah. just tearing down any statue just because we don't. Here's the other thing he said: like these people are tearing the statues, they probably don't even know what they're tearing down. Like you fucking moron! Of course we do. We've been saying it forever. Why these statues need to come down? And again, the system never did anything about it. So he's really trying to make these protesters out to be idiots too. It's uh, yeah, uh, and he's doing more than just trying; he's succeeding. Well, I mean, to his base, because his base will listen to anything he says is gospel. Uh, exactly. Exactly. But, I digress. I just don't see a complete and total scrub of icons as the solution to what's really going on. It's just giving the opposition something else to latch on and to attack. Maybe, but I feel like that's what's been really said want... about the protests too. But the protests happened because and that's a... change didn't happen in time. That's why we have right. protests. Right, and I understand, and that's, I mean, that's the thing, but the people who are protesting should be a little more focused. we got to solve one problem at a time. So, instead of doing like a blanket change, and yes, ideally, a blanket change is what is needed. Okay, but instead of doing a blanket change, you gotta go one at a time. Some of these people who are opposing the protests, who are supporting Donald Trump, they can only handle one thing at a time. 
Let's yeah. be real. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I, yeah. Obviously, being facetious. Um, I'm just saying, like, like, don't give them extra reasons, other things to latch on to, to say that it's bad, to say that it's terrible. Be, that it that it's oh man they're tearing down all the statues and so now because they're tearing down all the statues now their whole cause about the police is wrong it's entirely wrong if one thing is wrong for people if one thing is perceived as wrong now everything you do is perceived as wrong it it's like like with Donald Trump and Joe Biden if one thing that he does is wrong uh, if one thing Joe Biden does wrong it's Everything that he does is wrong. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump and his supporters. It's, it works vice versa. One thing Donald Trump does wrong, everything that he does wrong. To be fair to Donald, uh, to be fair to everybody who's claiming that everything that Donald Trump does is wrong, um, a vast majority of things that he does is wrong. Yeah. But, but and then that's the thing. You see one good thing about Donald Trump. Now he's the greatest person in the world. He can do no wrong. I'm sorry. I grew up in the real world. I can see that everybody has faults. Everybody has things that they're that they're really good at, that they're great at. But doesn't mean that everybody is always going to be 100% right because you agree with them on one stance. Sure, sure, sure. And that's that's the problem with our politics nowadays is people are just saying like, "Oh, okay, you're wrong about one thing." You're wrong about everything. I mean, that's why we have our podcast. But like, but like with the with the with the protests, with the protests, why give them the chance to see other things as wrong? Because I think it's why like, are you they're owed it. Giving point. them this, this is decades, almost centuries of of this kind of bullshit. That's why. But it's, it's so like there. There's. But the main focus was police reform. Yeah, but right the yes, yes, but it's but it's in this in it's in the overall discussion of how fucking racist the system is, and these. But really, it just, should be are just a part of that. Out of all of these, uh, out of all of this stuff, out of the tearing down of the statues, out of the protests of the police, out of Black Lives Matter, out of everything, there is one common goal that everybody wants to have happen whether they see it or not hmm. it's government reform yes 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 absolutely it's our national government reform like like to basically reform the whole system like you're talking about but the thing is 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 people are protesting about the wrong things you reform the government. No. You reform the government. Police reform falls right in line. You reform the government. Getting rid of those statues falls right in line. Changing of of our political climate. It just falls right in line. It's, I mean that that should come with it, but again, the, these protests didn't come out of thin air. They came out. They came this way because no. the system has constantly failed the people who who were looking for change. That's why. This yeah, and it's happened. and it still is. Yeah. But the thing is, is 
when you look at it now, the government is trying to take over militarization, uh, take over the police, federalization of the police, militarize the police. We should be focusing on government reform. And I think we will. It's just that the, the biggest chance for that is going to happen in five months. So in the meantime, take to the streets. But I it won't. Stuff happen. But I mean, it won't. Because well, then, Joe Biden is Joe Biden is just another cog in the wheel of our terrible government. Well, then you're only making the point that the stuff that's happening now is going to happen because we don't have a, a systemic way of making it work because the system is broken. So yeah. protests have to happen. In the meantime, while we try to figure out a way to fix the system itself, which is going to happen in November, or at least the attempt will happen in November. No, it won't. The attempt, the attempt will happen in November. Even if Joe Biden wins, it won't. But it'll be it's a not gonna start. Change, of it's not going to fix. No, no it it's not no. even going to be a start of something. It's, it's going to be a start. Joe of something. Biden. Joe Biden is old news. He's he's been in the government forever. He's going to do whatever. The, the reason why Joe Biden was put forward from the Democrats is because he has been in the system for a long time. He's a an an incumbent, for lack of a better word. Sure. I, I, He's going to keep there. things the same. He's not going to change anything. He, we don't the need him to putting make him the up there. We don't need him to make the changes. There's few people who think he is going to be an agent for change, but by having him there will allow elbow room for everything below him to to shift around and cause the real change that we need. That's what it, what's what it comes down to. I'm not even saying go and vote for Biden, because at this point, I won't begrudge anyone who, who doesn't vote for Biden. As long as you don't vote for Trump, I think I'm, that's really what I ask for. But Well, but yeah, so we, let's, but, be, let's be fair and honest. I, nobody should vote yeah. for Donald Trump. But, but let's not kid ourselves. Joe Biden. Let's not kid ourselves that a Biden presidency would give us the elbow room to make other stuff happen. A Trump presidency continues to stop all that systemic change. Period. Period, period, period. Yeah. Biden at least is an opportunity. Uh, oh, you know, here's the thing with Donald Trump, and everybody's like, "Oh, but he's draining the swamp." No, he's no, he's swamp. not. He, and I wouldn't say necessarily he's the swamp, which is why everybody in the media still dislikes him and all that he, kind of stuff. He's a difference. He he's a different swamp, but he's still a swamp. Okay, fine. I'll give you that. It's, yeah, fine, fine, fine. He's not the primary swamp, which is why no, no. everybody hates him. Absolutely. You're right. He is he is a symptom of the problems we have, not the root. Yeah. The if he was a and and that's the thing. We just like I said, we need to start switching things around and start thinking about serious government reform. And serious government change. And because, and that's one of the things is police reform mm -hmm. is going to give that to us, but not if the government does police reform. If that makes any sense. We don't want the government, the federal government, to be handling police reform. No, absolutely. We want them. We, we, we need to elect local officials to take care of that. Yeah, we need the local officials to take care of that. The federal government should be backing up local officials. Mm -hmm. So if local official, uh, if local officials say, "Hey, we need to like 
we need to be able to control this better, like, like help us out, you know, kind of thing. I mean, that is okay as long as you're not giving the federal government full control to be able to do what they want, please. Yeah, we definitely want to keep, you know, separation of powers and stuff like that. I, I get and states' rights. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that stuff. And and I think the only point I was trying to make is that I think we're. I think the, there's an intersection of what we're going to talk about is that we are going to make the attempts to change the system, but in the meantime, while we have to wait for a system that keeps failing us, there are things to do out in the streets. But but again, Joe Biden's part of that system. That's what that's what I'm saying is is that oh, system that is broken, that is a failure, that isn't working. Yeah. Joe Biden is a part of it. Yeah, I agree. It's just that he is something that we, he is something that we can better deal with than what we currently have, even if that's a point better. That is, that is something you still take. There is there's yeah. a scenario where keeping Trump is a better solution for us. No period. That's that's, that's, for, that's what it comes that's down for to. Sure. I mean, and I, I, I mean, I could also say I, I don't know. I I want to. There is some things I want to say that I. That, that might be good points about Biden, but it seems like every time I say it, like he just eats his own foot, and it's not worth saying anymore. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, no, I, I go back. That's to, what I'm saying. He's part of that. He's part of that broken and flawed system. There's yeah. no reason. There's no way yeah. if the if the Democrats didn't want to be if the Democrats wanted to change that system, truly wanted to change that system, which they, they don't because they would have backed somebody else. They're, th- they're that system. They would have backed somebody else. Yeah. More particularly Bernie Sanders. Yeah. They would have really backed Bernie Sanders because Bernie or, Sanders is pushing or even for government Warren. reform. Warren would have been great too. Yeah. But everybody knows, but everybody knows they should have backed Bernie Sanders yeah, if they, they wanted to he, really, he had, if they wanted, really wanted to win, if they wanted to if they wanted to change things, if they wanted to win, they would have backed Bernie Sanders. I agree. But uh, that's, that's something different. All right. I, mean, I think that might be an episode. I I, ha- I still have yeah, my notes on, on the police in here, but we'll get to them one day. <laughs> I know. It, it's just there's so much stuff. There's so much stuff happening. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is the perfect time to start this podcast because there's a lot of material. There's a lot of stuff. And we might be witnessing a huge change in our country, or we might be witnessing the exact same thing over and over again because yeah. we don't learn from history. Exactly. Uh, well, in, in the meantime, case... so long, everybody. If you have any questions, any comments, um, anything like that, if uh, if you find the bill, uh, let, let us know. If you find the bill that I was talking about earlier, um, let us know. Send us a link. Um we love to hear feedback from everybody because it, it just kind of helps us keep you know stay a little more open. Um, we common you know, ground we, we just, oh, sorry, not common, yeah, not dot com. Jesus, common ground attack at gmail dot com at gmail dot com. Yeah, please let us know about things. Um, we're trying to make sense of all this situation just as much as you are, and you know. If there's any things that we missed, if we're spreading misinformation, I want to know about it too because I don't want to just be like, you know, sharing misinformation and stuff like that. Um, I just keep in mind our sources aren't always 100% legit. 
even we if try. it's national media. We try. <laughs> but there's really nothing we can do about some of our sources. Um, but it's one of those things. It's just let us know. Keep in touch. Um, and as always, uh, definitely thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. Yep, you guys have a good night. Bye.